Yeah, it's. I think it's live now. It's live. It's live. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Check your channel. Yeah, it's live. I'm just uh, muting it on my YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Now it's okay. Okay. You can just maybe ask if people are able to hear and. Yeah, hear. I'm just asking. I'll just wait for the first viewer to come so that we can. Namaskaram, everyone. <laughs> Okay, one person. One person is watching now. Namaskaram, Anna. Can you just tell if the it's audible or not? I've not got any comments yet. I think it should be audible, Anna. Uh, okay. So we can start. Let me just yeah. we can start. Oh, yeah. So Namaskaram, everyone. Welcome to this live with Mukul Anna. So. <laughs> So Mukulana, like, uh, shall I tell the structure of the today's live? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so we'll be first. Mukulana will be giving a basic layout, uh, introduction to Ekadashi and how you can do the fast. And after around 30 to 40 minutes, where we'll be talking about the various questions we have received from the audience, we will go into the live questions which you can put in the comment section. So also, as you guys know, we have been doing the Agni series for a while now. So we have got certain feedback from some of the viewers which I would like to read. Sure. Okay, now this is from uh, this is from uh, Harshita Akka. Namaskaram Anna. I have seen all the videos of Agni series. They are working in a great way for me, especially eating my food with gratitude. Especially eating my food with gratitude has made me more happy and I have experienced that now I have less digestive issues. Even if the food is simple like boiled vegetables, it tastes heavenly. Thank you so much for the Agni series. Thank you so much. Glad uh -huh. Also, I have also incorporated different grains in my diet. The eating, the eating experience has made me more joyful. It feels as if the body is also very happy. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay, now Nikita Akka is uh, messaging. After I saw your video on neem and turmeric, I consumed it for a few days and noticed much difference in my practice. Wonderful. And uh, there's a nice message. Hi, I followed your Agni series and I reduced 10 kilo in just two months. I'm doing Angamardhan and Shambhavi regularly. Oh, wow. Okay. okay so, uh, that's great, actually. Uh, good that uh, uh, people are experimenting with the Agni series. So, uh, the whole uh, idea about launching these Agni series initiatives was that uh, if people can just take this one step at a time. So, that's why we are just launching one video per week. And if people can implement this one step at a time, uh, these uh, small initiatives, these small changes, which they can, uh, you know, implement one step at a time, this itself will cause a big change in their lives. So uh, it may look very small, you know, just eating uh, food with gratitude or having neem and turmeric. But each of these initiatives has the potential to uh, fundamentally transform your life. So uh, glad that uh, people have been experimenting and they find uh, they are benefiting from this. And uh, someone said that he, they lost so much weight. And uh, this can happen because uh, if you just take care of your food, if you just eat consciously, if you eat, make the right food choices, you'll see that uh, health will not be a concern at all. And uh, I'm glad that it's helping. Uh, and we'll continue doing the Agni series as well. So, Anna, can you talk about Ekadashi? A lot of queries come again and again. How to? Sure. You know, what is Ekadashi? And... Okay. So, uh, uh, I hope uh, many of you are uh, fasting, attempting to fast today. And uh, I'm sure that some of you may be doing this for the first time today. And uh, this may be the time uh, 
it's right now 3 pm in india so this may be the time when uh, you may be really feeling hungry <laughs> so uh, uh, it's uh, this is something uh, so i'll just give a brief introduction about ekadashi so why this ekadashi fasting is done uh, some of you would have already been uh, hearing about this in different videos sadguru has spoken about this but we'll just go through it once more for the benefit of those uh, you know who are coming here for the first time so why this ekadashi is uh, because uh, there are a few days uh, where the system can easily go without food and if you are observant enough if you are aware you can very easily make out which are those days when your body can very easily go without food so there are at least 3 days in one mandala which is between 40 to 48 days you will find that there are at least 3 days where you will find that your body can very easily manage without food and if you are able to recognize these days when the system doesn't demand food then you will see that not giving food on those particular days is very very beneficial for your system so um, so traditionally we had this uh, you know if you uh, if you have been uh, if you have uh, you know spoken to your parents or maybe not your parents but your grandparents this was something very commonly held earlier that especially people in the indian subcontinent they kept this ekadashi as a very sacred part of their lives and they used to fast regularly so for people who are not aware they traditionally what they did is they kept this ekadashi which comes once every 14 days so once every 14 days you know it was kept so that people could fast but otherwise if you are aware of your own system you can even easily recognize which are those days but uh, since many people didn't have this awareness traditionally they fixed the day called as ekadashi which comes every 14 days so it's the 11th day of the lunar cycle and every 14 days so that means in one mandala you will come across at least three ekadashis so people kept this day uh, uh, called as ekadashi reserved for fasting so on this day you know it was generally suggested to go without food and uh, this is something you know uh, uh, we want to see how people can uh, revive this because uh, this is not not only something which is very beneficial for your health but it can be a huge st stepping stone for your spiritual well being as well so ekadashi um, uh, is uh, that day when you when all of us at least can attempt fasting so ideally it suggested that you can go uh, without food on this day which means um, how uh, how it suggested to fast is see i'll just uh, let you all know how it happens in isha so if you've been to the isha ashram you will notice that if suppose today is ekadashi uh, they will have dinner the previous night so last night they would have had dinner and uh, it doesn't mean that since today is ekadashi you will have uh, double the dinner of what you have usually okay so it's not that you need to uh, prepare for ekadashi by eating more the previous day uh, it's not like that so you just have a normal dinner the previous day at uh, the previous night and on ekadashi if you are having three meals for example if you are having breakfast lunch and dinner you can skip breakfast and lunch and just have dinner at whatever time you regularly have so that you have at least 24 hours fasting which means last night you had dinner and then you break the fast on ekadashi night by having dinner 
so there'll be at least 24 hours fasting there are some people uh, who also manage to uh, you know uh, not even eat for dinner as well and then they break the fast the next day morning which means if today is ekadashi they have they break their fast tomorrow uh, in the morning so if pe if people want to do that they are free to do that but uh, at the ashram what they do is they uh, break the fast on ekadashi night so they have dinner so 24 hours fasting so that's how uh, you can start with uh, if you haven't been uh, been fasting before you can try to uh, fast in this way like whenever you have ekadashi that previous night you have dinner and you skip uh, other meals in the day on ekadashi day for example breakfast or lunch if you are having three meals just skip that and some of you are used to having more than three meals then uh, it might be more difficult for you but uh, whatever you are having just see if you can skip those meals in the morning and just have dinner so suppose you have dinner at 8 o'clock in the night regularly so you can have dinner at 8 pm again on ekadashi night so these 24 hours you can if you can manage with water just with water that's the best way to go about uh, doing the fast but uh, this may not be a possibility for all of them uh, there may be people who will find it very difficult if uh, you know with, to survive just with water so it's not necessary to kind of uh, push your body or to torture your body to fast forcibly so that's not the idea it should be consciously done and uh, you will see that if you are doing the yogic practices if you are doing some yogic practices like hatha yoga or kriyas which you have learned if you have been practicing that regularly not that if you do your practice only on ekadashi okay or before that if you have been practicing this regularly then you will see that fasting uh, on this particular day won't be an issue at all very easily you will find that support and you will be able to fast effortlessly and uh, in fact many people have shared with us that uh, they can't believe that they were able to fast so effortlessly on that day and they had so much more energy to do all the tasks which they were anyway doing because it's not a day to take a break it's not that if you are fasting that means you should be just sitting at home uh, and not doing any physical activity the whole idea of uh, you know uh, ekadashi is not just that it's a physical process it's not just for your health and well being this is a tool which you can use for your ultimate well being to grow on the spiritual path and for this it's very important that whatever activity which you are doing whether it's your physical activity or whatever uh, activity which you are doing regularly you continue to do that even when you are fasting then you will see that this process will strengthen you tremendously this will be a great tool for your uh, inner strength there are many many people who have shared with us that just after doing the ekadashi fast now they feel so much more uh, in control of their own system they feel so much more in control of their mind and their bodies and uh, this has given them a new found confidence you know because uh, irrespective of uh, you know so many compulsions which the body may go through and so many external uh, you know distractions which you may face maybe you know on ekadashi itself uh, so, uh, some tasty dishes are being prepared at home or you know uh, people who are not fasting they are trying to tempt you and uh, to break your fast but irrespective of all of this or maybe uh, something uh, uh, which is very physically demanding or uh, you know you had to go out or you had to still do that on ekadashi and you feel that okay now is the time i should give up give up you know 
but in spite of all these limit all these distractions or all these challenges which came your way and still you didn't give up and you still uh, did the fast you will see that uh, immediately you will notice that it builds a tremendous inner strength within you you will find uh, you will you will find that you're not the same person you will feel that not only uh, uh, you know you have uh, taken a big step forward in your towards your health and well being but just as a person you will transform tremendously and this will rub off in all areas of your life you will see that uh, especially for a person who's on the spiritual path it's very important that uh, uh, you know you don't uh, fall off at the slightest hurdle or obstacle or challenge and fasting uh, is a very uh, simple tool which you can use to this effect to strengthen yourself because uh, if this is something uh, which you uh, which you can overcome or uh, this is something which you can be consciously which you can consciously overcome then you will see that uh, it will definitely make you a much stronger person from within and uh, that will you know affect every area of your life whether in uh, in terms of your uh, how you are managing your uh, work or your family or your relationships everything can change if this inner strength increases so uh, don't just uh, use this as a process for health because if you see uh, uh, people who want to fast most people want to fast just to gain some health benefits they want to fast because maybe they want to lose some weight or they want to uh, fast because they want to cleanse their system of uh, toxins or whatever else so for most people the fasting is more of a uh, physical exercise to uh, gain some benefits but for people who are aspiring uh, you know to grow on the yogic path uh, they should uh, look at this opportunity not only uh, to enhance their health and well-being but also to take one step towards their ultimate well-being so for that it's very important that uh, you don't uh, look at this like a task or an exercise where you have to forcibly fast because there won't be any benefits actually if you are trying to forcibly push your system this is just about preparing your system in such a way that fasting becomes effortless for you and then uh, you know continuing with whatever activity which you are doing irrespective of uh, whatever challenges may come still continuing that activity and still going through it with gracefully and doing the fast and you'll see then it'll make you a much better much different person so uh, please experiment with this if for those of you uh who haven't already fasted before uh you can use this opportunity uh, to fast and if you have missed fasting today uh, you can also you know try fasting the next ekadashi or even if it's not on ekadashi on uh, maybe even tomorrow if you wish to fast it's fine it's not that uh, you can, you should not fast on any other day or there are some people who fast every week and there are some people uh, who fast whenever they feel that their body doesn't need so it's fine there's no harm in fasting consciously as long as you're not pushing your body or torturing it it's fine if you're consciously fasting so for those of you who are finding it very difficult if you find that just with water you're not able to survive then you can um, uh, try to go on a fruit diet so you can have uh, for example you can have juices you can have ashgard juice ashgard juice as you know ashgard is a very highly positive pranic substance it increases the prana levels in your system so you can have ashgard juice in the morning and that will uh, strengthen you tremendously and it will give you a boost uh, in uh, it will give you a boost of energy 
and uh, unlike coffee it won't dull your system so unlike coffee or other nervous stimulants so someone was asking can they have coffee or other nervous stimulants uh, on ekadashi as well so it's best if you can avoid these nervous stimulants because what happens with nervous stimulants like tea coffee alcohol chocolates or many other things which have uh, caffeine or other nervous stimulants that uh, they uh, uh, they affect the way the energy is stored in your system so uh, for those of you who have been abusing the body with a lot of nervous stimulants like these you'll notice that fasting can become difficult for you but for those of you who have prepared the body well and you have not been consuming nervous stimulants you'll see that fasting becomes much easier for you but otherwise for those who are abusing the body with a lot of nervous stimulants you'll see that on one particular day if you don't eat food or if you don't have these things suddenly your body will react in a ways that it becomes very difficult for you so it's always good to prepare the system so that's why i was saying that uh, it's not just on ekadashi but you need to set up a strong foundation you need to start by eating uh, the right kinds of foods by making the right food choices by doing your practices regularly if you just do this uh, over a period of time you will see that your fundamentals will be strong and your body will be very easily able to manage doing this fast so for those of you finding it difficult one thing is that you may not be you may not have prepared your system sufficiently so if you haven't prepared your system sufficiently it's good if you can uh, you know start implementing these changes we have these agni series uh, which are there on the uh, youtube channel so you can go through them and try to implement these things step by step you will see that that will lay a strong foundation for you so that um, you can prepare your system well and uh, if you do this for about a mandala for at least about 30 to 40 days 40 days at least if you do this you will see that by the time uh, the next time you do fasting it will be very easy for you so so try to do that uh, we have this agni series online you can try to go through those initiatives and try to implement or if you want to uh, go through a step by step procedure where all of this information can be available in a structured manner and can implement all of this then we have this ahar program so you can look at our ahar online program which is uh, available to anyone across the world they can uh, log in any time and do it at their own pace so there again we look at all these fundamentals which are necessary to set up a strong foundation so that your body becomes uh, you know capable of going through these things effortlessly so see if you can go through that that is also something which you can do uh, now for currently for example if you are finding it very difficult to fast then as i said you can have fruits you can have juices like ashgard juice you can also have sanjeevni sanjeevni is a mixture of different grains and millets so this is something you can have uh, uh if you if you are finding it very difficult to manage and also chewing amla amla or the nelekai uh, which is uh, commonly referred to as nelekai in south india so this is also something which can help you during fasting days because it can help you ward off hunger so you can also consume amla if you want and uh, uh you can see if you can manage with these things so fruits or juices even honey can be consumed uh, someone was asking if they can have uh, neem and turmeric on uh, ekadashi days so yes you can have neem and turmeric neem and turmeric uh, won't affect your empty stomach conditions so you can have neem and turmeric as you have been having regularly even on ekadashi you can have it and uh, if you find it very difficult to manage with just water 
you can have uh, these fruits or juices and gradually try to work your way towards uh, doing without these things. So maybe it'll take a couple of uh, attempts for you, but it's important not to push your body or to torture it or forcibly try to fast. So this is not like a competition where, you know, you are winning with something, you know, or you place a bet or something that, no, I can't do that. It's not like that. This is just about preparing your system in such a way that fasting becomes very easy for you. And you can, you have to do this very consciously. So uh, if you find the fasting is difficult for you, then there could be many reasons. One thing is that maybe you're having some chronic uh, ailments or illnesses or something is wrong with your system. And because of that, you're finding very finding fasting very difficult. So if that's the case, you can take medical advice and uh, act accordingly because for certain conditions, it may be very difficult for you to fast if your system is in a certain way. So uh, you can, uh, you know, just go slow if that's the case, if you're already having chronic ailments. But irrespective of that, even if you're having chronic ailments and you're finding fasting difficult, would suggest that you at least start implementing the right steps. Start making the changes in your diet by implementing the right food choices. So go through the Agni series or the AHAR program and see if you're implementing all these steps already in your life. If not, try to make these things because it will help you irrespective of whether you are uh, in whatever stage of life you are. These uh, foundation foundational steps would help you. And maybe over a period of time, maybe over a few months or even uh, more, you will see that slowly you will, your body or system will develop the strength so that you can fast. So take small steps. And uh, if you're finding it difficult, have fruits or uh, have ashgar juice or other liquids and uh, slowly see how you can manage without, without that. So, uh, and someone was also asking uh, uh, on Ekadasi dinner, when they break their fast, uh, do they need to eat something particular or can they eat anything? So um, it's always suggested that when you're breaking the fast, you start with some foods which are lighter for the system to digest. So it's good that uh, you don't eat uh, heavy, uh, heavy food or uh, some or oily stuff or something which is uh, easier, which is difficult for the system to digest. So when you're given uh, the system a break for 24 hours, uh, it's good that if you can eat something which is uh, lighter for the system and easier to handle. So uh, normally at the Isha Ashram, you'll see that uh, uh, they serve a special diet on Ekadashi. So uh, this is something uh, uh, which is also found online. Uh, so there's an article on the Isha blog. I think you can share this uh, when you post this video. So uh, this article will have recipes on how to make these uh, things which they do at the Isha Ashram. So basically they serve fruits and uh, rice ganji and uh, uh, you know, uh, sundal and uh, vegetables. So something which is very lighter on the stomach. So all these recipes are available in that article. So you can go through that. If you want to, uh, uh, you know, make these same items at your home, you're welcome to do that. Otherwise you can make something which is lighter on the stomach. So whatever you feel like which is lighter on the stomach, maybe have a predominantly fruit diet, have at least 50% raw food. So have fruits, have salads, have uh, uh, porridges like Sanjeevni or other porridges which you have. And then you can move on to cooked food, maybe something which is much lighter on the stomach along with the, along with vegetables and whatever else. 
So it's best if you can have something lighter, which is lighter on the stomach. And the next day, uh, do you need to do something? Uh, do you need to make up for the <laughs> fasting which you did on Ekadasi? So it's not like that. So uh, if you have prepared your system well enough and uh, if you have been implementing all these foundational steps which you looked at, then you'll see that your system will go through this very effortlessly. You will not find the need to kind of compensate for whatever you missed the previous day. And uh, even on your Ekadasi for dinner, it's not that you have double the quantity of what you are having or normally for dinner. So you'll uh, these things you'll see that initially it may happen that these uh, tendencies may occur that uh, you know that after fasting you feel like uh, having uh, much more than what you normally do or making up for it the next day. But over a period of time, once you prepare your system well enough and if your sadhana is happening well, you'll see that this is something which uh, need not happen. And you can manage with your, uh, you know, regular intake of whatever you do. So uh, just try to experiment and see. And uh, I hope that a lot of you have already started fasting today. And uh, it would be nice to hear from all of you, those who complete the fasting today. Uh, once you break uh, your fast after dinner, you can share with us your experience. You can either me uh, message... Uh, Vaishakana or you can message us, uh, you can message us on our Instagram or our Facebook or on WhatsApp. Just let us know uh, how your experience has been uh, today of this fasting. It will be nice to hear from all of you. Thank you. So there are a few questions that we got. Can I ask them? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, this is from Jyotsna Akka in, from Patna. Skaram, there are three questions, I think. Is it okay for six-year-old kids to have honey, pepper, neem and turmeric? Uh, then, uh, yes, okay, then uh, after you answer, I'll ask the second. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, it's fine even for kids to have neem and turmeric. So uh, that's okay. Anyway, you need to have only in small quantities. So if you're preparing uh, neem and turmeric balls, it can be just a marble-sized ball. And that can be taken along with yukom water. So it's fine even for children if they wish to have, they can have. Just uh, see that you can have only small quantities. When should we have it? After brushing or right after waking up? Is uh, it okay to have it with one or two glasses of lukewarm water? Uh, you can have after brushing. Uh, usually uh, for people on the yogic path, we suggest that just before starting their practices. So if you're doing your morning sadhana, it's best that just before starting your practices, uh, let's say if you're taking a bath, that's ideal if you take, your, take a bath before doing your practices. You clear your bowels and then take a bath. Uh, you clear, you finish all your ablutions and then have neem and turmeric along with lukewarm water and then start your practices. That's the best way to do it. And uh, if you are doing the practices uh, for a longer duration, let's say if you're practicing for four or five hours continuously, that's for those who are learned many practices, Hatha Yoga, Kriyas, Samyama. If you're practicing for four or five hours continuously, then um, if you want, you can also add uh, just a tinge of honey, just a mild lacing of honey in the lukewarm water and have it along with neem and turmeric. It's not honey water. It's just a mildly laced water, honey water. So just a mild lacing of honey, if you wish, if you're doing the practices for a long time continuously, then you can add. Otherwise, it's just best if you can have it with lukewarm, plain lukewarm water, water which is at the same temperature as your body. So along with that, if you can have these neem and turmeric balls, 
so you can make the neem and turmeric balls even the previous night and keep it or you can make it fresh uh, using the neem and turmeric powder for those of you who don't know how to do that you can refer to that agni series there's a video on uh, how to make neem and turmeric and consume that so you can do that if you don't have uh, neem and turmeric uh, powder you, and if you have freshly fresh neem leaves you can even have that uh, or if you want to just crush the neem leaves and add it in a glass of water and have it that way also you can have so whichever way the important thing is to have neem and turmeric on a daily basis and uh, this will uh, be very beneficial even during these times where you need to strengthen your immunity when turmeric on a regular basis okay now there is one more question also i want to do ahar program but unable to register online do you have account number so that i can transfer in uh yeah sure uh, if uh, you can uh, if you're finding it difficult to register online for the ahar program if you're finding some difficulties in uh, getting through the payment link or something you can message us on our inquiry number and uh, the volunteer can register on your behalf and you can transfer so that's fine especially i think some indians may be having uh, some people in india who don't have uh, a credit card or something they may be finding it difficult uh, because we have an international payment gateway so if they finding it difficult they can message us and uh, we can do the uh, registration on their behalf and they can transfer it's fine in bargav jasani am i asking i had done fasting in previous ekadashi only before that i had not done my question is earlier i feel hungry around 2 to 3 pm and i feel to eat fruits and vegetables so is it okay okay um, uh, see that's what i just mentioned so uh, you see whatever how your system is if you are finding it difficult and uh, if you feel that there is hunger especially during afternoon as i said you can use these uh, you can use amla if you eat amla you will see it will help ward off hunger and whenever you feel hungry first thing is you try drinking water then you will see that after some time the hunger may settle there are some people who asked can they do a fast without drinking water as well um, completely uh, dry fast so this is not something uh, which sadguru has uh, specifically recommended or spoken about but if you are in a such a state that you are able to manage uh, where your body effortlessly doesn't require water it's not that you do it forcefully but suppose it happens that on that particular day you didn't feel the need to drink water at all and your system was very easily able to manage then that's fine it's happened to me as well for few days on few ekadashis it's happened that uh, i didn't feel the need to drink at all and i could manage without drinking water as well but for most of the ekadashis i do have water so i don't force my system uh, to do that you know to just go without water so yes if he's finding it difficult you can have and uh, you can try having neem uh, having uh, amla and drinking water and see if that helps otherwise you can also have some honey and see if that you know settles otherwise it should it should settle in few weeks if they try to attempt it it should be okay and they'll be able to manage to do without these things as well and rudrana is asking my parents don't allow me to fast so i want to how to convince them okay yeah <laughs> uh, actually this uh, this could be a very relevant question uh, uh, especially i think in indian households uh, <laughs> if uh, youngsters uh, talk about fasting uh, you will the first uh, resistance you will develop is from family members your parents will be very concerned that uh, you know i 
from where have you learned all of this <laughs> and that you are starving yourself so uh, this uh, happened to me as well even at home uh, you know when i first started fasting uh, my parents were very worried and uh, they didn't leave any opportunity to uh, you know to remind me on ekadashi every few hours you know at least have an apple at least have a fruit at least have a banana at least have lime juice at least have honey and uh, used to keep reminding me and uh, testing me see what i have noticed this uh, is that they are right in their own place because uh, they are not aware about what this is and and for most people uh, especially in this generation it's uh, unimaginable for them that a person can go without food for 24 hours and uh, it's like a feat for them that you know if something like this can be done so uh, so they may find that you know why what is the need for doing such a thing like this so they are right in their own place because they may not be aware of this so one thing which you can do is uh, if if they haven't already if they haven't already uh, done any programs with uh, especially in if they are not doing any yogic practices it's good if you can try to introduce them to this uh, you know over a period of time you will see that if they have already gone through let's say inner engineering or if they have maybe even if they have gone through the ahar program or the food program you will see that they will be much more receptive because they would have understood the science behind it okay once the understanding happens see this is uh, this is this could be the case with us as well you know for example before we did inner engineering if someone uh, came and uh, mentioned to us that uh, you know i am doing yoga for 4 hours a day are you ready for this <laughs> <laughs> we would look at them at uh, with uh, you know as if you know they are talking in some language which we can't understand and it would be very hard to believe that uh, how can someone you know spend 4 hours of their life doing yoga every day and uh, if you tell them that you know uh, i am having 50% raw food or i am having only two meals this would look like completely alien to you you know so but now it may be something which you are doing very effortlessly so what has changed is that you know your understanding has changed you know now that you are more aware of how your system behaves you are more aware of why this is needed you are not only aware intellectually but you have also experimented and now your own system recognizes what what benefits it's uh, gaining so now nobody needs to tell you and uh, you know even if i come and tell you that you know no you should have five meals a day you you won't do that because your body will anyway reject it you know once you started doing this once you are on two meals a day and you see how your system is if you have extra meal then immediately your system will not feel like having you know so you don't need to uh, then try to explain anyone intellectually so uh, right now they don't have this in uh, experience so they may just be looking at it intellectually and seeing that why are you doing this so uh, so for this you need a long term plan okay <laughs> you can't do with short term plans you can't do something uh, quickly so uh, long term plans you need to set you need to see that how they can um, slowly become much more aware because not only for you it will be beneficial for them as well so you can see how to slowly bring them into the fold you can <laughs> fold i mean of uh, this awareness not anything else 
So uh, maybe slowly try to see how they can do the, these programs. They also can start some yogic practices. And uh, slowly then you'll see the resistance will, uh, will slowly diminish. And also for what you can do for yourself is that if your commitment is strong enough, if you show that your commitment is something uh, which is strong and not something which can be uh, easily, you know, um, broken just because someone said something or because, uh, you know, you gave into uh, whatever was uh, there in front of you. If you show some commitment, if you show some strength, you'll notice that people outside as well will respect this. Slowly over a period of time, they'll see, oh, okay, I cannot do this, but at least he can do and let's support him, him or her. You'll notice this at home. So uh, initially, my parents also were resistant and, uh, you know, they used to uh, come at me with every opportunity to break my fast and have. But now they realize that how, whatever we say, anyway, is not going to break the fast. Because um, I've gone through so many situations where uh, not only uh, just being at home, there was one time when actually Ekadeshi uh, fell on a day when uh, I had a 10K run in Bangalore. So there was a marathon, 10K, 10 kilometer run, and that happened to be on Ekadeshi. And even on that day, for the first time in my life, I didn't break my fast. And I somehow, I was very afraid that, you know, whether I'll be able to go through this or not. But somehow I said, let me experiment because I've kept at this for such a long time and I should uh, not break it even today. And uh, to my utter surprise, I went through that also. And I managed without having food on that day and I felt more energetic. So now they have seen this commitment that anyway, uh, if, even if he say uh, he's not going to change. And uh, so now, now, you know, they recognize that, okay, we can't do this, but at least he's doing, so let's support him. So they'll always uh, try to ensure that, you know, I don't take up any physically difficult uh, tasks. They'll at least, if, if I have some class, they'll say, you know, don't do it today, take rest. Or even for dinner, they'll try to see that the food is... Uh, ready on time and they'll ask uh, you know uh, they'll keep reminding me if you're hungry let us know so now instead of forcing now it's become more of you know concern that okay let's take care let's take care so slowly things have changed you know so uh, now it's a big support at home as well and uh, i'm hoping that over a period of time even they will realize and you know though right now they are in such a condition that for them it's very difficult but maybe over a period of time they will also come to it and they may also attempt so uh, so this is something which you can do you just start doing it don't try to change others you just start doing it and once you experience it then after that your commitment becomes strengthened once your commitment becomes strengthened you'll see that this commitment rubs off on others as well and the resistance will diminish so experiment and see so sugandhaka is asking Namaskaram Anna, I want to know that can pregnant and lactating women can do Ekadeshi because in both conditions food cravings are more than usual days. Please guide. Okay. Uh, that's again something which you can uh, uh, listen to your body and see. As I said that uh, the idea is to fast consciously. So uh, if you feel that uh, it's, it's getting difficult for you, especially since uh, pregnant and uh, you know uh, you don't want to put yourself under any stress so if you find it's difficult for you then at least you go on a fruit diet at least see if you can 
go on a fruit diet you can have juices you can have sanjeevni you can have ashkar juice and uh, only if you feel that you are very that you are very easily able to manage without these things as well only then you can attempt but if you find slightest of discomfort and you know if this is something which is uh, which your system is not able to handle then try to go on a fruit diet instead and uh, that that's something which you can manage with but especially if you're pregnant don't push yourself just try to do it consciously and only to an extent which you can manage even for diabetics as well someone asked about diabetes so even if you're diabetic also i've uh, we have heard from many diabetics who who are, who are fasting so it's not that if you are a diabetic you cannot fast if you can manage uh, maybe you can go on a fruit diet or you can go on a juices or liquids or whole fruits itself you can have that's always better for diabetics to have whole fruits so uh, you can have that if you're finding it difficult and uh, it's not that you need to have uh, you know five six meals uh, a little little spread across the day this is something which most nutritionists will advise nowadays that it's good for your system to have well spaced out and uh, smaller meals every 2 3 hours instead of two well spaced out out spaced out meals so but in the yogic system uh, this is something which is known uh, from a long time that it's always best that if you are above 30 years of age to have only two meals and there should be at least 8 to 10 hours gap between two meals because it's very important that you give sufficient gap for your system to cleanse and only then have the next meal so even if you're diabetic it's still uh, possible for you to uh, adopt an a yogic diet it's just that you need to take uh, you know small steps you need to just gradually build your strength so if you implement all the foundational aspects which we look at in the ahar program or in the agni series you will see that slowly step by step and also if you do the yogic practices like shambhavi or hatha yoga slowly over a period of time we have seen that many diabetics uh they, they are also able to fast effortlessly and uh, even if they are taking insulin or other external uh, uh, you know injections or external interventions if they are taking to control their diabetes you will see that this also will reduce over a period of time and uh, sadguru was mentioning that diabetes is something which has to be fixed from within just doing the kriyas and eating right you can ensure that you know you can be free from this condition over a period of time so even they can fast they can even attempt fasting even if you are diabetic you can attempt fasting for diabetes is jalneti is correct yeah jalneti is good jalneti is very good for uh, it's 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 nice if you can do jalneti even shambhavi mahamudra and even hatha yoga practices like surya kriya bastrika these practices will be very beneficial for people having diabetes one question bargavanna is asking i have i have i have eaten only cooked food and some salad till now so when i try to eat raw food and salad or etc i feel very hungry and not satisfied with that food so can you suggest how to do it okay so this is something uh, which may happen initially so especially if, if you are used to having a completely cooked food diet and you having very little raw food in your diet then you'll notice that you will find it difficult uh, when you switch to raw food so this will take some time for a system to adjust what you can do especially when you are eating raw food you can try to eat more quantity right so that you are you are not eating less so let's say if you just have your meal for let's say half an hour so when you just eat raw food you may need to 
sit for a longer time on the dining table. You may need to sit for, you know, let's say 40, 45 minutes and ensure you have more because, uh, you know, you may not be, otherwise you may feel hungry. So it may take some time for your system to adjust, but uh, just give it some time and uh, still continue to have. That's why we suggest to have a mixture of 50% raw and 50% cooked because that will be more sustainable for people. If you try to go on a 100% raw food diet, maybe you will be able to sustain for a few days, but then your body starts craving for most people and then they will try to make up for it. So instead of that, you can you know, try to go on a 50% raw food and 50% cooked food diet. First have the raw food, finish having the raw food first, and then move on to the cooked food. Then you will see that this is something which you can sustain on a daily basis. You won't have that craving. So uh, that's how we usually suggest that you have at least 50% raw first and then move on to 50% cooked food. Should we take the last question? Or? Yeah. Okay. This is some question. This kind of question I receive a lot. Uh, this Boynian is asking, I'm 20. I eat two meals a day. I feel so comfortable with two meals a day. But three meals feel difficult. But I need to gain weight. So this is one question that I get a lot. That you know, when they follow this kind of diet, they lose weight. And then they don't feel like they have as much weight as they need looking up on other people. So is it something in the mind? that I need more weight or on society or like are they really losing weight due to the yogic diet? Uh, are they going underweight or becoming malnourished because of the yogic diet? That's what I feel they're trying to ask. Okay. okay. See, uh, it's not that uh, uh, if you are having two meals a day, you are trying to, uh, uh, it's something that which will, you know, make you malnourished or you're not having enough. And also, it's not that if you have three or four or five meals, uh, that, that means that, you know, you'll be getting more nourishment. Because nourishment is not directly proportional to how many meals you have. It's not that if you have more number of meals, you will get more nourishment. See, it also depends on how well the system is able to absorb the nutrients from the food which you eat. So for if that has to happen, it's very important that the system, the digestive process, uh, you know, happens properly and efficiently. And uh, if that has to happen efficiently, it's very important to give sufficient gap between two meals for the system to cleanse. So when you give at least eight to 10 hours gap between two meals, you will see that it will give you sufficient time for the system to cleanse. And this, uh, this is something, you know, has not only benefits in terms of your health, but it has many other benefits as well. For example, uh, if you look at uh, the cancerous cells, this is something which is a good prevention for cancer. If you just have two meals, you'll see that it prevents the cancerous cells from growing beyond a certain point. Because what happens with uh, cancerous cells in the system is that they normally consume at least 30 to 40 times more food than a normal cell. And if you're continuously eating all the time, then you'll see they'll have enough fuel in the system to multiply and grow but you have only two meals and give sufficient gap between two meals, you'll see that these cancerous cells cannot survive for long because they do not have the necessary energy or fuel to survive because you're having only two meals and they need more 40 to 50 times more energy than a normal cell. So these cancerous cells can be kept under a check. So for many of these things, right now, these are just few things which I listed, but there are many other benefits for just having two meals. So it's... Um, not something which you need to worry about about your weight it's not that if you're having two meals a day uh, you know you'll become uh, 
malnourished or your weight may go down that could also be because you know you're not eating a balanced diet so it's important that you have a well balanced diet which includes you know sufficient quantity of fruits sprouts vegetables oranges different types of grains some people are only on a uni cereal diet mono cereal diet they just having rice or wheat all the time so it's important to have different grains in your diet like millets so if you have a well balanced diet then you will see that these problems may not occur okay and it's uh, it's something uh, also if you finding that your weight is decreasing a lot you can also have groundnuts groundnuts if you soak groundnuts in the night and then you have them in the morning you will see that uh, this can also help in putting on some weight and also sadguru was mentioning that if you have honey in cold water it can help in increasing weight so if you have honey in lukewarm water it can help in losing weight but if you have honey in cold water it can help putting on weight but honey should not be added to boiling water that's something it can turn poisonous if you add it to boiling water so avoid that so you can use these things you can try adding it in cold water and have honey you can have groundnuts also if you do the practices yogic practices like shambhavi or shakti chalan kriya or hatha yoga you will see that this will help regulate your metabolism in a way that whatever is needed for your system will happen if you are putting on a lot of weight you will see that by doing these practices you may tend to lose weight if you are losing weight you may see that by doing these practices you may tend to gain some weight so it kind of regulates your metabolism and uh, adjusts it to whatever is needed for your system so uh, so it's uh, so you need not worry if you are uh, if you are switching to a yogic diet it's not that you know you will get malnourished or something just try to see if you are having a well balanced diet so if you want to know what a well balanced diet is just go to the agni series videos and see uh, there are some videos on this on uh, different having different types of grains and other stuff or otherwise the ahar program will have details about how to have a well balanced diet but ensure that you having a well balanced diet then this should be taken care of and just one more question for how much time can homemade neem powder be kept like can is there some expiry date uh if there is no expiry usually they will have it written on the date right no, it's the, like homemade homemade neem powder right? he makes it out of his leaves yeah yeah i think it should be fine i don't think it has an expiry if you are uh, keeping it even for a month or two or even longer it should be fine because usually i think the neem powder which uh, is available in packets i don't think there is an expiry if I there is maybe think i have I kept think, mine for, for five months now i think yeah, it should be fine it should be fine it should be okay okay last question i'm so sorry uh, no problem sadguru yeah. says adam should not have milk but traditionally wrestlers have consumed milk this is true i have also seen so is there a particular time to have milk <laughs> okay uh, see again regarding milk uh, uh, see this is a question which you need to ask based on what your requirements are so are you looking to be a wrestler or you are looking <laughs> to be a yogi so uh, that is something which you need to ask because uh, depending on what kind of body which you wish to build you should eat accordingly so uh, what uh, you know what a what a wrestler needs and what a yogi needs maybe maybe very different you know so you need not compare with them you know because uh, you are trying to build a body build your body for a particular for a particular purpose 
so if you are looking to be on the path of yoga if you are looking to build a body which is which is a support for you to grow on this path of yoga if you are looking to build a body which is not an impediment for you on this path of yoga which can assist you on growing in this path then it's best you eat accordingly so uh, this is something which we always mention that food is something which you should uh, you know listen only to the body you shouldn't listen to me you shouldn't listen to sadguru or you shouldn't listen to anybody else you got own body if you listen you will see that this is something you know you will very easily know intuitively but for most people right now they don't have this awareness so that's why uh, this awareness could have been lost because of many things because of the situations which they are in because of uh, the constant abuse of uh, nervous stimulants or many other things which they are doing because of this they have lost this awareness of the system so if you are in such a state then it's best to listen to someone or at least uh, talking about this from a yogic perspective and which is something which is not changing every day based on research so what sadguru is being mentioning about it or what we are discussing here are you know these things are something which have been since time immemorial and this is not something which is uh, you know come from some research it has come from one's own observation of one's own system if you observe your own system closely you'll notice what the system needs so based on these uh, you know these guidelines are you know are being uh, mentioned but this is not something which you uh, which you need to believe if you yourself exper- experiment with your own system you can very easily know this so um, uh so if so if for regarding milk so coming back to the question about milk so especially if you are on the yogic path uh, it's always been mentioned that it's best if you avoid drinking milk because what happens with milk is that for most people uh, most adults above uh, uh, you, for ch- for children it's different but for most adults you will see that uh, they don't have the necessary enzymes to digest milk so if you have milk and if you have milk regularly you will see that it will develop a certain lethargy or inertia in your system because it will stay in the system for a longer period of time and anything which stays in the system for a longer period of time it causes lethargy or inertia in the system and your colon will never be clean if you are having a lot of milk and dairy products your colon will never be clean and sadguru was mentioning this that a lot of people are experiencing so many psychological issues these issues are primarily because of the kind of foods which they eat and if they eat a lot of dairy products like milk and other things which stay in the system for a long period of time you will see that these uh, these people will go through a lot of psychological turmoil and their mind won't be still or stable they'll always go through a lot of turmoil because if the colon is not clean it will affect your mind as well because what you are eating has a direct relation to how you feel so having a lot of dairy products or having milk is something for people on the yogic path we generally suggest to minimize or to avoid because of these things so that you can keep your colon clean and you can try to eat foods which don't stay in the system for a longer period of time and which are easy to digest so because of this reason it's always mentioned to avoid milk even for children as well it's only for you know 
certain um, for maybe let's say for toddlers or something that may be needed but otherwise even for children or for adults they can easily do without milk if they are having a well balanced diet for example it's marketed as that you know milk has a lot of calcium but if you see other sources of calcium natural sources of calcium like ragi whole grains all these things or sprouts so all these things will have you know calcium and if you are having a well balanced diet then you will not find that you are deficient in these things so we have this sanjeevni mixture which is a mixture of different grains and millets you can have that and uh, if you if you wish to still have uh, milk products it's always suggested to have buttermilk and ghee among the milk products buttermilk changes the composition of the milk like if you take curd and churn it it becomes buttermilk so buttermilk is something which you can have if you wish to because it changes the composition and it's much easier to digest so buttermilk is something which you can have ghee also is something which you can have ghee or clarified butter you can have it before you start your meals if you take a teaspoon of teaspoon or two of ghee warm ghee and have it that's something which will also cleanse your alimentary canal and um, create a certain and also protect it if suppose you're having a lot of spicy food and all it will create a certain coating as well so you can have ghee before you start your meals that's something it's fine even buttermilk you can have but otherwise drinking milk is something especially if you are on the yogic path if you're looking to grow we usually ask to avoid for people who do a program called as samyama uh, which is an intense uh, eight day program with sadguru silence program so one of the things which they ask you to follow for at least 40 days before you come for samyama is to avoid all milk and milk products so that you can cleanse your system completely and uh, you eliminate all substances from your system which can decrease your energy levels or can cause lethargy or inertia in the system so i'm not saying you cannot eat at all you can always eat whenever if you wish to but uh, it's just that you need to be aware that uh, these substances especially um, dairy products they stay in the system for a longer period of time so it's better to minimize rather than having it as a staple diet okay and i think that should be uh, okay. we are done with questions today <laughs> okay any other live questions or um, no no i think let me just check okay it was regarding milk and also then one general question and how can a teenager manage to be on spiritual path in spite of being in society where no one is please give advice and possibly make what? a video no one is what i didn't the last oh ana uh, how can a teenager manage to be on the spiritual path in spite of being in society and environment where no one is so please give advice no one needs what no one is there on the spiritual path other than him okay uh that may not be true now because uh, if you look at uh, the current situation uh, if you have seen the youth and fruit and so many other events with satguru you will see the majority of the people are youngsters and even teenagers so uh, it's not that teenagers are not interested and a lot of them are are beginning to get interest and uh, there are a lot of people who have even uh, watched satguru's videos and they do watch that regularly so it's not like that see one thing is it's not about others see uh, this is something which is your own path this is something for you 
when you are saying that you are walking on the path of yoga you are not walking with someone else this is for your own well being so first of all whether someone else walks or not it is up to you whether you want to take this up or not so that should be very clear for you so if that is very clear for you then these external things you do not need any external uh, support or uh, you know someone's uh, someone's nod or someone's approval for you to do this because right now you may be in a position where you are thinking okay if my friends are doing this then it's cool otherwise you know uh, this is something which uh, uh, you know i may be weird i may be not i may not be belonging to the rest of them so that's coming because uh, there may be a need for you to kind of look for external approvals or support so first of all when we are walking this path uh, the most important thing is that we realize this is for ourselves right and uh, uh this is something when if you have to walk so it doesn't matter whether somebody else is walking or not it's a, it's it's something which you should decide not based on whether your friend is walking or your dad is walking or your mom is walking or your sister is walking but it's it's something which you want to walk or not right so maybe you will see this within the family as well maybe there's one sibling who's very keen and you know they may go all the way and they may want to do so many programs and they may be very interested but there may be another sibling who may not be interested at all so uh, so if you wait for them to get interested and then start that may not happen so this is something uh, you need to decide whether you want to walk or not and uh, that can that's something which you need to look into that why do you want to do this and uh, if you feel that there's no need then it's okay you can always continue with whatever you are doing uh, you can you know you can just do something for your health and fitness even if you want to do yoga for health and fitness that's fine you need not get deep into it you can always do some practices which can help in which can take care of your health and well being you can eat right if you just do these two things uh, sadguru was mentioning that if you just looking for health and well being then just do the inner engineering program that's more than enough if there's no deep spiritual longing for you or uh, you know you just want to have lead a good life then this has all the components necessary so just do that and you can do that but only when you feel that uh, this is something which is burning from within you then it doesn't matter whether uh, others are doing it or not whether your friends are doing it or not whether nobody else is doing it or not but still you will do it uh, if you reach that position then you should do some advanced programs or you may do go all the way but otherwise just do something for your health and well being and just because this is not something which you need approval for right just to live a sensible life just to lead a life where you can have a healthy body where you can take charge of your mind body emotions and energies this is something which is common sense when you are going to a school or or a college you are only trying to build yourself right so this is also something which you need to do you need to build yourself you need to build yourself in such a way that your own body your own mind your own emotions and your energies cooperate with you so um, why do you need anybody's approval for that or why does anybody else need to it's not something which you are belonging to a particular group so you may be relating to to this you know that okay i am a follower of uh, isha or i am a follower of this and nobody else is following but you need not look at yourself as a follower this is something which is uh, which is like fundamental common sense right that you are doing something the process of yoga has been there from ages you're just trying to learn something which can help you take charge of your mind body emotions and energies 
if you look at it like that and then you're learning from a source which you find most uh, you know relevant or which you find most reliable and you trust that source where it's coming from so you're learning from that so if you just look at it in this way then it's not something which you need to uh, you know worry about or you won't find the need to look for motivation this is something which will be just pure sense so just see that and do and then whenever you when you grow and when it becomes more stronger for you then you can you know take the next step but otherwise just taking care of your body mind emotions it's something which is uh, your fundamental responsibility isn't it so one one more question is there those who are analyzing all the time i am feeling tired restless low on energy level and sleepy even though i do not perform any physical activity except upa yoga what is wrong even though what even though i just do upa yoga okay still is feeling tired lazy and not okay so what could be the reason he asked see uh, uh once again uh, uh low energy levels and all the associated symptoms like tiredness or you know lethargy all these things could be due to uh, multiple factors it could be due to you know the way you're leading your life the what you're eating it could be so many things you know so uh, few things which you can do given the current situation because right now uh, offline programs are not available otherwise i would have suggested you to do the inner engineering program because it's very important that you take care of uh, you know uh, uh, whether it's your mind your body emotions all these aspects need to be taken care of so what you can do right now is if you have not already done just go through the ieo program because uh, how this this can change the way you are looking at your own life sometimes you know just just the way we think can make big difference in the way how we feel you'll notice that sometimes you will get stuck with something and because of that you know you will struggle with low energy levels it may be just because of some thought which you generated in your mind so if you do the inner engineering online program at least uh, you know the aspects about mind and emotion can get settled because you will see that you will have the tools necessary to uh, to see that you know how you can if you apply these tools then you will see that uh, low energy levels is something which you may not need to grapple with second thing is uh, about food so again uh, i don't know what you are eating how you are eating so uh, please uh, see if you can take care of that part because food also can make a big difference in terms of energy levels and this is one factor which can change energy levels tremendously and i've seen this happening for my, within myself and also i've heard from numerous other people that just by changing the way they eat and what they eat their whole life changes their energy levels all these things which you are talking about it can tremendously get enhanced just by eating right so uh, would suggest you to start with the agni series go through all the videos try to implement them step by step or if you wish to go through a more structured approach you can also go through the r program so do whatever is necessary for you whatever is possible for you given your current situation and uh, see if you can implement this because this is the best time right now all of us have this time where uh, this is the time where it's ideal for us to look within and sadguru has been uh, asking us all the time every day in the satsang 
the most important thing he's been saying is that you know just see how you can use this time to go deeper within and uh, whatever best there's so many tools which are made available online so try to see if you can make use of these practices apart from upa yoga try to see whatever else you can learn take care of your food and over a period of time you will see that your energy levels will increase this may not happen like a magic pill that okay today i took did something and immediately things may change it may take continuous effort of because right now you may have uh, taken so many steps for, for so many years you may have done is wrong and uh, it may take some time for the system to recover and come back on track so it, uh, just be patient and be continue doing the right things if you if you are on if you are doing the right things then over a period of time you will definitely notice a change in your energy levels so just try to implement all these aspects and see yeah ma'am i think we can end for the day today okay so no other questions right there are a few more questions we can take them anything related to food no it's one no, no. food based done ma'am okay okay so uh, i hope to hear from uh, a lot many of you today about your yes, one one food is there one food is there one anna was asking what is the best way to you know have ashgar i just forgot about it best way to have ashgar and how to make a juice out of what is the best ashgar okay what is the best way okay ashgar is one of the uh, highly positive pranic substances available so uh, in yoga we say that we should eat lot of positive pranic foods which means foods which increase your energy levels so ashgard is one of them and uh, this is something uh, you can have ashgard juice on a daily basis so it's good if you can have ashgard juice on a daily basis so you can make ashgard juice very easily if you don't know how to make ashgard juice just uh, check on youtube just type isha ashgard recipe ashgard juice recipe and you will find the video so it's very simple to make ashgar juice so you can have ashgar juice and everybody at home if you have children at home they'll benefit a lot by consuming ashgar juice even adults at home so everybody at home irrespective of their age they can have ashgar juice first thing in the morning so that uh, will that will be uh, that will be very good if you can have ashgar juice daily you will see that your energy levels will increase your alertness will increase apart from this you can also use ashgar to make salads if you want to make salads out of ashgar you can do that again you can find some recipes on the isha blog about how to make ashgard salad there's a blog article on ashgard uh, where it has a lot of recipes it's there on the isha blog just search for ashgard isha blog you will find uh, one article and uh, this article has a lot of recipes what you can make using ashgard ashgard juice ashgard salads you can also make um, sweets out of ashgard if you have been to agra there is something called as petha uh, you know uh, there is a sweet called as petha which is famous in agra i have had it yeah yeah, yeah. so that is made of ashgar oh is it okay yeah so that's very famous so there are many things which you can make out of ashgar so it's always best if you eat it raw so if you can make salads using uh, ashgar or if you can have ashgar juice that's the best way to consume but even otherwise also you can have vegetable you can make vegetable out of it in south india usually they add it even in sambar or they make sweets out of it they make ashgar halwa also so you can even do that but uh, it's always best if you try to have it in its raw condition or if you have juice that's the 
best way to consume Ashgard. If you can include Ashgard, Ashgard on a daily basis, it'll do a world of good, especially to your energy levels, your alertness, and even children at home, they will benefit greatly. Instead of giving them milk every day in the morning before they go to school, if they can, if you can give them Ashgard juice, you can even add some honey to it if you wish. Especially if you want to reduce the uh, cooling properties of Ashgard. Because Ashgard cools the system. So if you're having it in winter, you can add a little bit of honey or pepper. So it will uh, prevent from getting colds or something. So you can even add honey to it or even lime to it and then give it to them. Everybody at home can have this. So it will be very beneficial. Okay, now Thank you. Okay. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, look forward to hearing from a lot of you today about your experience of uh, Ekadashi. So I hope this session was useful for you and uh, that uh, uh, with this uh, support, you will be able to fast and uh, you will be able to not only fast, but also try to uh, use this time to make fundamental changes in the way you are eating and what you are eating. So it's important to uh, set the foundation right. So hope to hear from all of you. So uh, stay in touch and uh, we'll see if we can uh, do a session again if there are more queries. So uh, we can try to do that. So we have this support where we are releasing Agni series videos every week. So please make use of this where uh, every week we release a particular video on one aspect which can help you. So uh, these things will benefit you only if you implement. So this is something which you should try to implement. And right now, since most of us are, most of us are in lockdown mode and, uh, and uh, we have a lot of time on our hands, this could be a good opportunity for us to try and implement these tools and see if we can at least set the necessary foundation so that when we are ready to uh, begin work, let's say once things open up, then at least we are well prepared. We are much more better prepared in terms of everything in terms of capabilities. So please see if you can make use of that. And uh, also we have this AHAR program and now we have made this online so that you can do it anytime you wish from whichever country you are. So we released this on Mahashivaratri and uh, uh, just last week we uh, crossed 100, more than 100 people have done this program and uh, we have got a lot of good sharings from them that uh, how they have benefited from this program. So uh, if you wish to do that, you can also log into our AHAR website. He'll share the link to that. So this is a structured program where you'll be looking at all these aspects of a yogic diet and how you can implement this. And also you'll be getting about 200 recipes which you can implement at home. And uh, also you can still, if you have queries, even after doing the program, you can email us. So we have designed this program in such a way that anybody, even if they don't have any prior knowledge or if they have not even done any yogic program or if they have not even done any program with Isha, still they can implement this step by step. They will get a scientific understanding of why they need to implement and then how they need to implement and along with practical tips and suggestions so that they can stay in touch with that. So we have designed this program in such a way so that it's like a structured approach which can be beneficial to everyone. So please see if you can make use of that. And uh, if, uh, if any other questions, you can always let us know. So uh, stay safe, all of you. And uh, hope uh, all of you are all, also catching up with the satsangs every day. And uh, if you have, haven't read the book, 
death. That's also something which you should do. I managed to finish it a few weeks back, and uh, it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous book. I would say, uh, just the way uh, uh, the way you look at life can change tremendously just by reading this book. Because uh, suddenly, if you don't have this fear, and if you can live your life much more easily, you'll see that every aspect of your life can be enhanced. So uh, that's also something which you can do. So make use of this period to grow within. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anna, for uh, hosting us. Namaskar.